0: This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast.
1: All right, welcome back to Drive the Lane. Maybe the most excited I have ever been for an episode. We have current freshman sensation Malachi Branham on the show for an interview. We recap that crazy Indiana game, and we preview the Illinois game, which... I'm just going to say it. Biggest game of the year for the Buckeyes. Next game on the schedule. Best team in the Big Ten. Don't shoot the messenger, but biggest game of the season for the Buckeyes. Joey, what do you think of our interview with Malachi? What do you think about the Indiana game? we got a lot to talk about and not
0: a lot of time to do it. Yeah, I, Andrew, I just last night when I got back to my apartment, I looked myself in the mirror and I said, you know what? I'm lucky to be alive because that game almost killed me. My whole family was there. My parents came in town. My sister was there. And I thought, oh my God, my parents are never, ever going to be able to go to another game ever because they were at the Iowa game. They were going to be 0 for 2. Therefore, they're banned. And I'm just glad they're not. I'm glad I'm alive. I tweeted with like two minutes left. We're down five. I thought we were going to lose. My dad, we're nudging each other like, this sucks. It's over. And I tweeted, I'm dying a slow death in the Schoenstein Center. And then lucky for me, a guy named EJ Liddell, because of a guy named Malachi Branham, took us to OT and I was alive. And alive and well in what was, what I think, a turning point in the season for the Bucks. Because, like, you lose that game, you have, you know, you're, it's going to take a miracle to beat Illinois. So, like, you know, like, you lose that game, you're staring down three losses in a row in the face. Um, but since you win, you can use it as, like, a springboard for the rest of the year as, like, okay, like, remember the Indiana game? Like, we can do this. You know, like, we can do this. And I know that guys were really tired. Guys played a ton of minutes last night. Kyle Young probably played more minutes than I haven't looked at the stats. But he's probably played more minutes than he has all year in a game last night. Um, I know – coach Holman alluded to it on his radio show early today. If anybody was listening to it, that that there was a certain guy who was important to the team that was under the weather. And uh, I don't think I'm breaking any news, but EJ Liddell was not hundred percent last night, went up to him in the locker room after the game. You know, we're shooting the shit laughing about the, when he got punched in the dick during the game and stuff. Um, <laughs> but I was like, Hey man, like, are you okay? And he's like, no, I think I'm going to throw up. Like he, he was just a little under the weather, not feeling well. So I don't think I'm breaking any news there. Um, But he's fine. I mean, he's totally fine. But anyway, the game was awesome. Malachi Branham was awesome. That's who we have on the show today. Long time coming. Perfect timing to have Malachi on. And if that dude doesn't win the Big Ten Freshman of the Year, I think it's fair to say that we
1: will riot. I I agree with you. A couple things about the game last night. One of those rare games where you're like, boom, this one's over. And then, fuck, this one's over. Then... (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's going to overtime. And then, all right, this one's actually over now. Like, Ohio State won, lost, tied, and won that game. All Like, there were multiple points where I was confident that the game was over on both sides, winning and losing. And Malachi, you said it. I mean, he willed the team to a win last night. I mean, of course, Kyle Young making big plays. EJ, of course, sick still has the dunk to send it to overtime like that. That's, that's what you need from EJ. Hey man, know you're a little under the weather, but you know, still going to step up when we need it. We'll say, we'll say this about Malachi. Like I I've been on record saying, I think he's going to the NBA. Obviously a game like the Indiana game is going to spark that a little more. He will be in the NBA. It might not be next year. It definitely will be at the latest the year after that. But this dude is an NBA player. I just, sure. I, I, there's no doubt about it. What I come
0: am trying to come to terms with is, we have no idea. We're not in his shoes. We'll never be in his shoes. We never were in his shoes, right? Like, if you're if you're him, do you sit there and you go, you know what? It's right in front of me. I can go, and at worst, I'll be a second round pick. Do you go, or do you say, you know what? I grew up in Columbus. I love this university. I love these this team. And yeah, I'll go to the NBA and it's not for sure that I'll have a better year and it'd be a higher draft pick next year, but I'll have a chance to, you know, lead this team, be the guy, be the go-to guy, you know, first team, all big 10, try and meet all American, try and win player of the year. Like, I just don't know if that, if that resonates with him. It would to me, but I have never been in his shoes. So I don't know for all I know, if I wasn't in his shoes, that shit wouldn't matter at all. You know, it's crazy. I, 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 Andrew was first on record to say, "Is Malachi will leave?" It's like a great gamble by him. Like it was like plus two fifty that he was going to leave. Now it's like plus one ten that he's going to leave. And I mean, got to give you props there because I'm slowly shifting to agreeing with you.
1: Well, I I I think this EJ Liddell has has moved up his stock a little bit. By, by coming back this year. Like, maybe he wasn't going to get drafted last year. Mock drafts kind of have EJ going anywhere between, um like, 30 and 60. You know, like, EJ Liddell came back, guaranteed he's going to get drafted and showed why he should be maybe taken a little earlier. Malachi, like, he's had the 35-point game. He's had the 27-point game. He's had the 25-point game. Like, i'm curious you know just because you think of the mentality like all right all these guys who are projected in front of me for sure this year will not be in the draft next year like that's maybe the mentality but in terms of like like, what are the scouts going to say we we need you to do what to then get drafted that's the thing with malachi
0: when it's a young guy it's like you get drafted off potential when it's ej it's off of production right so like uh, I think it's interesting for Malachi. What, one thing that was brought to my attention by our good friend, Jeremy Wu, who's been on the show before, um, was this year's draft is a lot less competitive than next year's will be. That's what he said. I We are not draft guys. We don't freaking know. But he said that, you know, yeah, if Malachi comes back, he'll go in the first round next year. But might not go in the lottery. It might not be a lock for him to go in the lottery, which I think is interesting to me. It's... flip of the coin who knows he if he leads us to a sweet 16 and he is the guy down the stretch of course he's gonna go and he should um what's crazy is you know guys like him are what screws up the whole timeline for like the coaching staff right you know like yeah they're they're thinking like okay ej's leaving good we'll have malachi in his year or he's gonna be a stud with michi a year older with an awesome recruiting class you know zed will be the man down low and and you know blah, blah, blah. You know, Seth Towns will get healthy and justice will get healthy and we'll be so good. And then, you know, a, a guy like Dwayne Washington leaves when he's supposed to be here and you're like, fuck, well, I'm thrilled for him, but like,
1: that screws us up a little bit. And so it, it's just interesting. It's just really, yeah. really. Interesting. Last thing I'll say about it is, you know, there's never any guarantees with, you know, coming back another year. Johnny Juzang was supposed to be like, a top 20 pick last year, decided to come back, he might not even get drafted. Like, there's just like, I I feel like, and and you nailed it, and we both are kind of saying this, this, the scouts aren't going to tell Malachi, you need to improve this in order to be drafted. The scouts are going to say, we're more comfortable taking this guy at 17 than we are taking you. But if you're there with our pick at 35, we'd love to, you know, like it's a little bit of, it's not a, we don't think you can play in this league next year. It's we're not going to risk that high of a pick for you. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We would love either, either way you say this all the time, either way you're thrilled for Malachi. It looks great for Ohio state, blah, blah, blah. Or hell. Yeah. This guy who's going to be like a win-win all big 10 next year is back. But let's talk about the present right now. We have, a big, big, big matchup. Not a huge, just massive. Massive. Not just size of Zedki and Kofi, not just potential NBA prospects, coaching uh, legends, that word doesn't really work necessarily, but great coaches, you know, matching up. Um, there will be a nice handshake line after the game, I'm sure. Um, but. <laughs> But Joey, going into the Illinois game, what does Ohio State have to do to win? Because in my opinion, they are at their weakest when you're going up against a guy like Kofi that is is just a mismatch. They don't really have a guy that you're like, oh, he can he can take him out of the game. Oh, Andrew, you know, I'm a I'm a
0: I'm beating a dead horse. Is that the saying? Beat a dead horse. Yeah. When I talk about how Ohio State will win every single game when they out rebound the other team and take care of the ball. Like the recipe for success is like 12 turnovers or less, probably, and, and out rebound the other team. And I think it's hard for them to lose games. Illinois is so good on defense. They don't turn you over a ton, but they have tons of length. Trent Frazier's unbelievable. You know, they turn you over a bit and then they rebound the hell out of the ball kofi grandison like demonte williams like you name it like they they are unbelievable on the boards so that makes me nervous they're huge too i mean they they got kofi who's i don't even know how big he is but he's just massive and then they bring in 610 off the bench 610 off the bench they got brandon lee coming off the bench as well um and (laughs) and it's just, it's it's scary that they can come in waves and bring the energy to really hit the glass. And I can tell you, I can guarantee you that Underwood is sitting there in practice tonight going, fellas, rebound, 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 attack the glass, attack the glass, attack the glass, attack the glass. So that's what I'm nervous about. You throw it to Kofi on the block. I'm not scared of his skill. I'm scared of his presence and his rebounding and his domination factor. So we'll see. I I think it's a game where we are going to be overmatched, but we were overmatched against Duke and we still won. Illinois is just a tough place to play, man. I just, I'm just gearing my expectations. That's all
1: just gearing my expectations. Yeah. What's, what's a little dangerous about Illinois is not only are they good in the areas that Ohio state has struggled. And as you say, you know, what they need to do to win is like they also can fucking score the ball. They have three guys scoring in the top, you know, 25 in the big 10. Like, it's not like they're just a defensive juggernaut or they just have, like, they just, they got dudes. I think what makes me the most nervous about them is
0: beyond the statisticals, whatever, like what makes me most nervous about them is Kofi Coburn is a big 10 player of the year candidate, national player of the year candidate, first team all American, like unbelievable. Right. He's not the best player on the team. Trent Frazier is the best player on the team. Yeah. Like that dude has been in college forever. He's made big shot after big shot. He can shoot it, he can drive it, he can pass it, and he's gonna guard the best player on the other team. Like that dude is unbelievable. And then, oh, we didn't even talk about, you know, Plummer, who is one of those guys that every time he shoots it, you assume it's going in. Couple all of that together with the fact that they're playing at home in front of some of the best fans in the entire Big Ten in one of the best environments. It, you know, you're looking at not a disaster. That's I'm not gonna exaggerate,
1: but like, oh boy, like yeah, oh boy. I I think you know the Ohio State is not supposed to win this game. No one is saying the Buckeyes need to win this game, they're expected to win this game. No one thinks that. I think what people think are with Malachi Branham and E. J. Liddell, you can win game. Every- totally. So so fans and, you know, the media may be under the impression that like Ohio State should win this game. But in reality, I think as long as you don't get blown out of the building, you keep it close, you do the things you know how to do. Maybe you rebound a little better than expected. Like if the game is close the last four minutes, five minutes, like, I think you've done your job. Obviously you want to win every game. Obviously you need to win this game. If you want to have any chance of, you know, outright winning the big 10 regular season, but like you're, while we would have maybe been hitting the panic button after the Iowa loss and then potential Indiana loss, you're not hitting the panic button after a loss to Illinois. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, winning on the road is tough we've because. never done this by the way we i think literally for the past three years every single ohio state game we have said they are going to win
0: right yeah i mean see like i'm the most false hope guy on the planet you know um but yeah you hit it on the head right like no moral victories but like you can't go in there you, no one circled this one as like ohio state that's that's a win you know at illinois that's a win it's not only is it hard to win on the road in the big 10, we've only talked about that a bajillion times, um, but also Illinois is one of the best teams in the country, obviously in the conference, let alone the country. Right. So it's just going to be a tough game to win. Um, I think that we talked about it uh, earlier. Like it's one of the few games a year you think about like an at Purdue uh, in a normal world at a Michigan state, maybe not anymore, but, but at Purdue at Illinois, like, those are you have to play almost perfect to win those games so we'll see especially
1: when illinois is as good
0: as they are that's what i'm saying that's what i mean that's what i mean
1: yeah like indiana you have to play a perfect game to win because it's tough to play at indiana you know purdue usually purdue is good but like even a down year purdue team that's a tough place to play which is like illinois and they're good and they have kofi like you gotta you this is the game where if justin arms doesn't make two threes, like you you have to find it from somewhere else. Like I don't think Malachi scoring 20, EJ scoring 26 will be like you gotta have like you, against Indiana, Eugene Brown had maybe his was his career high? No, he's had a couple against some bad teams. He's had like 16, I think. All right, well career meaningful career high, could I say? Yeah. That's yeah, that's fair. So like you need someone, you need Michi to go three for three. You need Jamari to, you know. We've, we've talked about it
0: on the show. On the road, in these games, like you need a guy that's, you know, off the bench, out of the woodworks to have a, not a career night, but a ton of production. Yeah. You know, one thing I will say that we didn't touch on, and, you know, Mike Latulip let me know this. Who Mike, if you if our listeners don't know, Mike, former Illinois player who does basically what we do for Illinois – does for what we do for Ohio State. He does it for Illinois. Um, Mike told me, he's like, hey, man, like, don't look it out, but you guys kind of own State Farm Arena or State Farm Center, wherever the Assembly Hall, whatever the name of their arena is, which is true. Like, we beat them last year when they were Final Four good. We went out there and, and beat them kind of convincingly. Like, EJ had, like, 27 points. Like, it, it, it is kind of a fun matchup because, similar to Purdue – If we go small, they don't have a guy who can guard EJ. You know, when EJ's at the four, they can guard him. But, like, when we go small, if they want to keep Kofi out there, like, Kofi can't guard EJ. So that's the only kind of interesting component, I would say, is, like, we kind of have had a good little run winning at Illinois, as honestly, as they've done, really, in Columbus as well. Um, So the
1: game will be interesting. I, I wish I was going. Andrew, are you going? I'm not going. Originally, I had planned <laughs> to go, but I have Bulls tickets, overlaps a little bit. We'll be able to watch, you know, second half, most of the first half, but. So you
0: choose choosing Gamar DeRozan and Zach Levine over EJ Adele and Malachi Branham.
1: Well, well, if you remember correctly, Evan Turner was on the Hawks for a little bit and Io is on the Bulls. So I actually am going to the Illinois Ohio State game. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Thank you. And DeRozan was at the State Farm Center for IO's jersey retirement. So, I'm actually going to the game, Ohio State for so long. That's a good point. All right. You're right. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. I didn't mean that's actually a little rude of you to think that I wouldn't be going to the game. <laughs> All right. Enough with us. We previewed Indiana. We or sorry, we recapped Indiana. We sorry, we reviewed and previewed Um, And now we're going to get to our interview with future NBA Hall of Famer, (laughs) Malachi Branham. All right. Joining us now on Drive the Lane, fresh off a 27-point game in a big overtime win over Indiana, freshman sensation, Malachi Branham. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me, what's going on?
1: (laughs) Malachi,
0: this has been a long time coming. I feel like, Andrew, we say that with every guest, but it's true, you know, I I always, if I'm at the game, I'll go in the locker room, congratulate everybody, you know, against a loss, or after a loss, it's a little bit tougher, but, you know, after Indiana, I came in and said, hey man, this is the week, this is the week we need you on. So, we're happy you're, we're happy you're here. We're gonna talk all about, you know, everything from this season, about you, about Ohio State, everything, but first, Andrew talked about it. Let's talk about the IU game last night. Overtime win, you were incredible. You want to just walk us through the roller coaster of a game last night?
2: Um, Yeah, it was just, it was a lot of adversity, I would probably say. Um, You know, ups and downs in the game. We was up by 10. They cut it down um, to tie the game and also like um, be ahead. So, I feel like we was just, we was resilient um, as coach was there. we just, we pushed through and we caught the dub, you know, thank, thankfully, so. Yeah.
1: Great answer. I mean, yeah. right off the bat, you're hitting <laughs> us with great answers. It tells us right away this is going to be a good interview. As Joey yeah. said, we're going to do a little little bang-bang talk briefly about last night, maybe look forward a little bit. But I'm curious for you because you've had two, you know, like out-of-this-world games, the Ooh. Nebraska game and then last night. Obviously about other great games as well. But what for you last night was working that got you in your groove, got you to be, you know, seemed extra aggressive, especially down the stretch?
2: Yeah. Um it kinda I felt like just they want me to be aggressive. Um, so, you know, I I was just being aggressive and I was making shots. So I just, you know, kept being more aggressive and, you know, just get to my spots like I was um last night. Um also just making the right plays. So yeah. <laughs>
0: One, one thing that I know about coach Holtman and, and pedo who, who runs the offense yeah. um, they go they go with the hot hand obviously yeah. you know that yeah. we we even know that um yeah. so you know down the stretch they ran the same play every single time down the court and you were just making reads off it which is which is awesome everyone saw that on the court what I want to know is you guys were down two four five in the last few minutes what were the huddles like what were Coach Holtman saying, what was Kyle saying? What was EJ saying? What what was everybody saying during that?
2: Yeah, so really, it was kind of the same same talk that we had, you know, on the court and, you know, in the huddles with Coach Holtman. It was just like about getting stops, getting rebounds, finishing plays. And um, he felt like the offense was going to take care of itself, but we just needed to get stops to cut down the lead. And then we was able to get stops to tie the game up to go to overtime. So
1: not just for the sake of this podcast, but also because you guys got a, what seems like a million games in 10 days. You yeah, got to have yeah. a, a quick, quick switch to the next game. Next yeah. up is Illinois. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like the best of the best right now. What are your, what are your thoughts going into that game?
2: Yeah, that's definitely going to be a um a huge game. Especially it's going to be at Illinois. I know it's going to be rocking. Um you know, we both ranked in the top 25, so it's going to be it's going to be a great game. Um I haven't played in there, but I heard it's a great atmosphere. So, um you know, we just got to stick to the game plan um and just be ready to play, you know, um when the ball is tipped. So, I feel like we're going to be good though.
0: We have a couple things that are recurring themes on this show. Um, and I'm gonna ask you a question about that here before we get our, into the rest of the stuff. We there's two things that we say going into every single game that if Ohio, if Ohio State does well, they're gonna win. There's two things. I want I want to know if you know what the two things we always say are. Uh, is it defense is defense one of them? That's too broad. That's too broad. Uh, a little bit more specific. There's a, it's an offense and a defense thing.
2: Let's in a defense thing. <sighs> I don't, know. I don't okay, know. Okay, I'll
0: rephrase it. What do you think the team struggles with the most?
2: Lately? Rebound. Okay, Rebound. that's one. Yep. Rebound. Uh, <laughs> and what's the other? Um, on offensive on end? Offensive yeah. uh
0: Occasional struggle.
2: <laughs> I'll give you a hint. What is it? Yeah, give me a hint.
1: The hint is you're bringing the ball up with like a minute left in the game. Once you pass half court, you're initiating the offense. That's the hint. Well, uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's a bad hint. Yeah, I was about to say. Maybe we're, going uh, the, maybe we're going the wrong way, Joey. No, no. I'll I'll just tell you it's rebounding, which you know uh-huh. I'm sure yeah. you guys put the bubble on the hoop every single day, yeah, and and taking care of the
2: rock. Okay, turning the ball. Over. Yeah, yeah okay.
0: exactly. that's what I was saying.
1: We want
2: that uh, guy okay.
1: bringing
0: the ball up because he's going to take care of it. That's fine. That's fair enough. But in, in your eyes, you know, you play against Illinois. Illinois is known for their awesome defense, and they got the biggest dude on the planet, you know, maybe besides Edie, actually, uh, out there in Kofi, too. For you, what do you think the keys to winning games are?
2: Um. Really just I, – I feel like getting stops. I feel like when we – are locked in on defense. I feel like we one of the best teams on the defensive on the defensive side of the ball. Um, we just got to put our minds to it. Um, um, and then on the offensive side, like you said, just taking care of the ball. We can't be wasting possessions, um, like Coach P say. Um, so I feel like that's a big key, and just kind of executing on both sides of the ball. I Feel like if we do that, we should we're gonna be in good good position.
1: So. Moving back a little bit because you've had an incredible season. we want to touch on all of it. It's pretty crazy as a freshman that you you show up and within your first 10 to 12 games, you got Duke, mm-hmm. Xavier, yeah, Stad, yeah. Kentucky on the schedule, Florida, all these you know big name teams, big name programs. Wh- what was it like for you to be matched up with, with all those big names early on in your college career?
2: I liked it. You know, I, I love, you know, I love playing big schools um, and kind of us having an underdog, uh, being an underdog in the situation. I love that. You know, I love competing. And I feel like the games that you said, you know, we was competing. Um, we won some of the games, but, you know, we also lost, against guess, Xavier. Um, but, you know, just playing them games and being in the atmosphere, especially Duke game, that was crazy. Um, just them those atmospheres, like, kind of, I love them games like that. It kind of, like make my game like go to another level, I think. So
0: what has been your favorite environment so far?
2: Uh I'll probably say um I guess a couple of them Indiana, Indiana was rocking, Purdue was rocking. Um and then I probably said the Duke game. Duke game was probably the loudest it's been in the shot. The the Duke
0: game, I mean like it, that was Andrew's like second game in the shot, I think ever, right, Andrew? Mm-hmm. And and he was lucky. Because yeah. I, I've seen a lot of games, I've been in a lot of games, and there's yeah. never been a better atmosphere than there was that game. Um, yeah. And it's seriously, like, people make fun of the shot all the time, and honestly, rightfully so, because you've seen the other arenas, like, they're, they're meant for college basketball. Yeah. The, shot, yeah. the shot just isn't. Um, what do you think, like, when you come out, and, and last night against Indiana, the, 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 you know, it's not packed. Is, is there yeah. something that you guys are saying uh, you know, create your own energy or something. Yeah.
2: And that's kind of, yeah. And that's kind of yeah, what it is. We got to create our own energy, especially when it's like, you know, Monday night, not everybody going to the game. So um, that's what the leaders kind of said. And, you know, we created our own energy, but, you know, over time they, they, they kind of, the fans was waking up a little bit and make some noise. So, yeah. Malka, I got a social media question
1: for you. Oh, all right. So, I kind of do this thing. You know, I, I do the majority of the drive-the-lane tweets. All yeah, of it. Yeah, each, yeah. each year for football and basketball, I kind of pick a favorite, even if I don't announce it. Like last year, one out of every three tweets was about Dwayne Washington. Okay. This year, okay. three out of every three tweets are about you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but my question is – you know, obviously after a big game like last night, there's a lot of great stuff being said about you. You're scrolling, you're looking. Do you check social media more after a good game or a or a worse game?
2: I'll probably say a worse game just to see what just to see what they kind of saying. Um and I kinda like just make me want to work harder. Um, but a good game is always always a good time on social media. It's just, you know, the bad games. I feel like I look at the bad games more.
0: <laughs> Follow up question. Do you search your name on Twitter after games?
2: Um, no, not really, but you know, sometimes I do. Like just to see what they got to say. But I really don't. I got my uncle to deal with all that. He's kind of, he, yeah, he, he gets him, he gets him going. So,
0: Andrew, yeah. the difference between me and Malachi is that he doesn't have to search his name to find stuff. He just hits refresh and it, it just pops up for me. Yeah. I was digging when I was in school. <laughs> just to see the one fan that was like put in Joey, he would help. Yeah. But that, that's the difference. Malachi, we going off social media we throw out nicknames for guys left and right. I mean, we've got Justin Arns and dangerous. The list goes on and on. Um, We kind of have a nickname for you. And before Andrew gets into the nickname for you, I know that you have nicknames within the team. Yeah. Um, Do you go by any of those nicknames and do, and I guess, honestly, if the fans don't even know, do you want to share some of those nicknames that some of the dudes call you?
2: Uh, They just call me Kai for the most part. Um, I know some of the managers call me, um, because, you know, I'm 22, so that's that's it for uh, for Malachi.
0: Some of the other ones that I've heard, one of the other
2: ones Mm -hmm. is Baby Goat. Oh, yeah, by Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so Jimmy, so me and Jimmy are from the same area. I've known Jimmy forever. I see Baby Goat do you, is that something you're like, damn Jimmy, that's a lot? Or is it like, okay, like that's kind of cool. I might like,
2: run. you know, like for him, like I just, I kind of go with it. You know, he's, he's a cool dude and I love Jimmy. So it's just, I was like, you know, it's good, man. But he said that I'd just be laughing and i just be like, what's up? So, you know, it's yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> we got, we Not got anything. some good ones. Yeah. So Joey said, Justin, arms and dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dwayne Washington was just the monument okay okay yeah 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 Jimmy Sotos has become Jimmy Godos okay okay Caleb Wesson was the bully because Mark Turgeon said he was bullying their team the whole game so he started calling uh, him the bully last night someone said we need a nickname for Malachi mm -hmm. and I know your last name is Branham but I was kind of looking at it as like Bran him yeah yeah, yeah Malachi league him yeah okay 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 i like that i like that yeah. i like that. all right so at least we got them to like
0: uh sympathetically laugh like that's yeah. good you know it could have been, been worse but no we're workshopping that's right now what it is and we'll get a better one for you by the end of the year and we and we're open to input like if you're listening anybody listening gotcha. let us know malachi if you want if you come up with a nickname for yourself but like you don't want to you know, deem yourself and give yourself mm-hmm. the nickname, like we will put it out there. That's okay. what we're doing. All right. All <laughs> um, one thing I want to talk, we talked about your teammates, right? Like we talked about their nicknames. Yeah. You've got some pretty good players on your team and none better than EJ Liddell. Yeah. You know, we think that he should be talked about more for player of the year, whether it's in the yeah. big 10 or nationally, what do you see from him? Like what, what was it like when you got to campus and we're playing mm-hmm. with him? Like you yeah. saw him from afar for so long, but but well, like you know, EJ's the man. Like, what do you see as his teammate every single
2: day? Yeah, I just he works hard, man. Like people really don't see him like putting the work like like the teammates do. Um, and he just work he he work his butt off. Like he worked every day. Um, you know he's a great leader. Um, you know when I'm down on myself sometimes, you know he'd be like, "Hey, man, we all miss shots. Like you know we all turn the ball over. Like just move on, next play." Um, so I feel like the leadership um definitely helped me. And I like you said. I feel like he should be talked more, um, talked about more, um, especially definitely Big Ten Player of the Year and Player of the Year candidate. So, but you know, sometimes that stuff is just kind of like politics, and um, you know, we gotta you gotta people. Say what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, if I was him, I I just wouldn't think about it. Like, I know he probably, I know he don't think about it, but I know like he gets tagged in some of the posts. You know, he looks at it, but. I know he's just worrying about just winning games and, you know, making a run in the, um Big Ten tournament and also the, the tournament too, so. Uh,
1: another, another teammate I want to touch on, Zed Key. Yeah, yeah. So we talked to him and he's a goofball. Been in the locker room with him, he's a goofball. Does he say or do anything, like, during the games that you have to, like, literally try not to laugh? Or is um, he pretty serious once... Once it hits zeros on the clock and it's time to play,
2: um, he's pretty serious when it, um, yeah, like when it's time to play. But like doing the warm ups, he'd be smiling and laughing. So it's kind of, it's definitely hard not to, not to laugh and smile at him. He'd be yeah. doing, doing goofy stuff. But you know, he's a character, man. I love
1: him. <laughs> I mean, he hit us with the roof raise and the finger guns at the same. Yeah, at oh,
2: the man. same time. Yeah, yeah, it's never happened.
0: <laughs> It's like a, it's like a lunar eclipse. Do you have any celebrations? I don't like, you know, you're a pretty calm, cool and collected guy. Is there anything that you would be like, okay, let me break out a little like threes to the head. Like maybe you'll shrug if you hit like four in a row. Yeah.
2: That's what I'm about to say. It just kind of just depends on like what I'm doing. Um, if I'm kind of, like you said, like four in a row, like threes or something like that. I might show a little celebration, but if not, I just get back on defense. I'm really not a celebration type guy, like like Zed, because he got all the celebrations.
0: <laughs> well, who do you who do you kind of model your game after in the NBA? Great question. I, I thank you, thanks Andrew. I mean, like I know Zed. You, I, I, just got like you know you're comparing. We're comparing you to to your yeah. teammates and give you nicknames. You know, like you are calm, cool, and collected. There are guys that I think that you play like, and I'm sure there are guys that you've modeled your game after, but this is a, I guess, two part question. Who do you model your game after? Who's your favorite player?
2: Um, so, yeah, um, I watch a lot of like um, Kobe highlights, MJ highlights, Devin Booker highlights. Um, like I kind of watch like them kind of players cause they're the same kind of size as me. And do the same thing like you know they're shooting guards you know shoot the mid-range um also can shoot the three two so see um like see how like how they get to their spots you know i kind of watch that so i'll probably say them guys um i watch a lot you know a lot of film of and then who's my favorite player you said yeah um so for the longest it's been kevin durant just the way he scores the ball like he's i feel like he's unguardable um as of right now, i got a couple, like, young guys in the league, um, like Jason Tatum, um, Devin Booker, like I said, John Morant. Um, so just kind of players like that.
0: For, for whatever it's worth, and, Andrew, you can chime in too, I think Devin Booker is spot on. I yeah. totally agree with Devin Booker. The way he, you know, he hits threes and he shoots threes, but, like, his yeah. bread and Hutter is the mid-range. And, yeah. and he's a great finisher and doesn't get enough credit for it also. So yeah. I agree with that spot on. And then the other guy um, – and this is funny because you smile a lot more than him, but like Kawhi, like I see a lot of Kawhi. You're long, you're yeah. athletic, you're good on defense and you have a pull-up where if you get to your spot, like they're not going to block it. You know, yeah. it's just a matter of, a, of are you going to miss it or not? And great yeah. Kawhi, he's not as fun as everybody else, but like, I see
1: some Kawhi too. Andrew, I don't know if you had anything different. Well, the two that we said of like a month ago, Joey, were, yeah. I said, and this is not like an all-star, and this is nothing to do with, like, your yeah, yeah, I yeah. said, I think you kind of play, like, Taylor Horton Tucker, where you kind okay. of just score from anywhere, and, like, you're not necessarily a point guard, but, like, hey, yeah. he can do whatever he wants. If he brings that's it up, tough. it's fine. So, and then, Joey, you kind of said Kyle Kuzma a little bit, too. So, those were the two, like, guys that we said. And, of course, no one, no offense to Kyle you. Kuzma and Taylor Horton. Oh, no, nah, that's all good. <laughs> that's no, all one's good. Like, no one's like, I'd mile, mile my game off Kyle Kuzma. Just what we like <laughs> see similarities-wise on the court. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I got
0: you. We, um, we we were listening to Holman's interview last night, and and I don't know if you heard it or saw it, and I'm, obviously you know this because he talks to you about it every single day, but he said that he's never had a guy that's gotten to his spots better than you have. Um, mm-hmm. And granted, he had some guys. You know, he had yeah. Hita Bates Diop. He had Jay Shantae he had joey lane you know like he had some guys that could get to their spot
1: yeah um
0: i can't even get out laughing what 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 is your mindset out there right do you have spots do you have do you have spots every game do you have spots that differ depend on how teams are
2: guarding you yeah Uh, um i I was gonna say um it just kind of varies like you said um like last night they was kind of like on my right hand a lot so you know i go left sometimes and just get to my spot, but I feel like I can. I feel like I got spots all around the court. Um, I feel like I can score like everywhere on the court for real. Um, but I I would say that the mid range area, wherever wherever that's at, I feel like I can knock it down at least nine to nine, nine out of ten times for real. So,
1: I just came up with your nickname.
2: What's, what's my nickname?
1: You ready, yeah, the leopard. Check out all those spots. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The leopard, okay, check it out his spots. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, I just came up with it. We'll workshop it. I like it. It's a good start. Yeah. Um, Malachi, I got I got a question for you. So, okay. th- they announced that you're from Cleveland or Columbus, but at, yeah. but St. V's is in Akron. So, when someone asks you, like, Malachi, where are you from? What, what's yeah. your answer? Because I've heard a few different things for
2: where yeah, you're I'm- from. I am from Columbus, Ohio. I'm born and raised from Columbus, Ohio. Um, yeah, I, um, I left Columbus when I was 14 years old to go to St. Vincent St. Mary, which is in Akron, and then I stayed there for my whole four years, and then I, you know, came back, you know, to go to Ohio State. So yeah, I'm I'm born and raised from Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> and Columbus is on your locker, right? Yes, yes, it is. They they That's had awesome. it in Akron. I was about to say they had it in Akron um, when I came there but then I had to, I had to tell them to change it. So they did that.
0: See, so mine said Deerfield, Illinois, which Malachi, you have no idea where Deerfield, Illinois is. It's no. 20 minutes North of Chicago.
2: Okay.
0: And and I had Deerfield, Illinois on there. And I was like, that's cool. Like that's fun.
2: yeah,
0: um, Because like, that's my hometown. I went to Deerfield yeah. high school, like, but I always say I'm from Chicago because dudes like you, they don't know where Deerfield Illinois is. They know where yeah. Chicago is though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, it, and I was close. I mean, like you can see the city from me and Andrew from the same area. Like you can see the city from yeah. where we live. And so one day I was in there and, and Eagle man walked in and, and uh, I said in front of the whole team, I said, Hey Eagle, can I change my name to, uh, to Joey Lane from Chicago, Illinois? And he turned around and said, absolutely not. and walked away. <laughs> and, and that was, and so to this day, whenever we have to announce anything, like, you know, I was always the guy that, you know, I don't know if you went to any of our open practices, but like if we were introducing the team, like I would sit there with the mic and be like, that's Micah Potter. That's Kate Diop, up and say where they're from. And then I always say, I'm Joey Lane. I'm from Chicago. And everyone would basically like shit on me for the next 30 minutes because of that. Um, So figured I figured we'd clear the air for you and for me there. And just make sure that when, when big Matt on the mic says, from columbus ohio malachi branham he's not lying like there's no
2: yeah Yeah, um the first game of the season they said i was from akron and i told the coaches i said yeah they got to change that so (laughs) they did that and ever since then it's been columbus ohio so
0: good good because that's confused. talk about ohio state basketball twitter that is confusing for a lot of people Mm -hmm. i know the deal now everybody knows the deal um So we – one other question, basketball-related question I have for you before we get into more more of the fun stuff. Um, I know you you stay off social media, but, like, you know what's going on. And other and you – in the locker room, people talk about everything. One yeah. thing that was talked about a ton with this team early on was EJ Liddell's a stud. He's a superstar. Yeah. He's a first-team All-American, but he needs help.
2: And, mm-hmm.
0: and a lot of times on on our show or when we go on other people's show, we talk about how EJ is Batman and he needs a Robin, right? Mm-hmm. Is that something that you hear and you're like, you know, I want to be that Robin. I'm going to be that Robin. I take that like as disrespectful.
2: Um, I don't take it as disrespectful. Um, You know, I just, like, I just kind of play, Um, you know, whatever kind of, whatever they need from me that night, I'm going to give it, you know, I just really want to win. Um, If that's me scoring the ball, like I did yesterday, then that's what I'm going to do. If it's not, if it's me rebounding and defending the best player on the team, that's what I'm going to do. So, um, I'm all about wins. So I, uh, you know, I really don't care about that Batman Robin stuff.
1: <laughs> so we talked about St. V's for just a second. I have two mm-hmm. St. V's questions.
2: First one. Are you tight with Romeo Travis? Um, Yeah, I talked to him. Um, I talked to him a little bit. Not I'm not like really tight with him, but you know, I talked to him. I talked to him a little bit.
1: And the, the follow-up question is, are you tight
2: with LeBron? Um, no, I'm not tight with him at all. <laughs> I'm not tight with him at all. Um, he came to two of my games in high school, you know, the Sierra Canyon game, you know, at nationwide. <laughs> and then um, when I was a freshman, he came to St. B. Um and, you know, sat in a little section with him and his family. So it was it was cool just saying that. Um, but you know, he shouted me out um when I won Mr. Basketball. Um, so you know, it's a couple. And he showed me out when I when not committed to Ohio State too. So, but I'm I'm not tight with LeBron. No,
1: <laughs> so it's funny because
0: number one, we say Romeo Travis because Romeo is he's really close with Andrew. He's yeah. been on uh, our show and and on another little thing that we do as well. So we know Rome, and and that's our yeah. guy. Um, yeah, for sure. But we say LeBron because number one, Andrew's a huge LeBron fan. But number two, the biggest misconception in Ohio State basketball history is that Ohio state is around the program or that LeBron is around the Ohio state program.
2: Yeah. yeah everybody,
0: yeah. everybody always asking, look, look, like I, I don't want you to say anything negative. So I'll say it all. Um, but like, he's got your, he had a locker. He gives yeah. us all the gear in the world. We wear yeah. his logo on everything. Like we're very grateful, but that dude has never, <laughs> hasn't set foot on that on our campus in eight years, at least. Yeah. And, and it's all great. He loves, he loves tweeting about Ohio state football. He'll go to every single horseshoe game, you know, that that he can go to, but that man, I have never seen him and I've been around the program for now. It's like eight years. I have not seen him for a millisecond. So, So do you have do you have any comment on that? I don't want you to have
2: one. But... Um, well, I kind of it's kind of I feel the same way about St. V. Because people ask, does LeBron come there often? Or I'm like, no, you know he's a busy man. He's in the NBA. He got you know games and all that. Um, so yeah. Um, I, <laughs> you I, I feel, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny because. Like, Joey, how often do we go to our high schools? And he's w- infinitely busier than us. So there's mm-hmm. no reason that someone like that would go to their high school a lot. <laughs> I mean, if I, was, if I was LeBron level at all,
0: I would go back to my high school a little bit more probably. But granted, not LeBron. But, like, I go back to Ohio State, which is the same thing for him, basically. I go yeah. back to Ohio State every single chance I get to.
1: You gonna know? have 82 games a year
2: that's true <laughs> no it's yeah, yeah, like like i said like he he a busy man so you know I, I don't knock him i don't knock him or not come in but
0: you know i agree but you think like in the summer like maybe he'd come yeah. through and say what's up you know
1: that's all yeah. that's all
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay when you're not scoring you know 30 a game against nebraska and not in class and not in practice what do you like to do
2: um i probably say just hang out with my family or like play video games that's um I'm a simple dude, so I'll what, probably just. What games that. are we playing lately? Uh, I'll probably say Fortnite, 2K. Um, those are the two games I really play.
0: Well, no, no Call of Duty. Just Fortnite.
2: Ah, yeah, no Call of Duty. I haven't played Call of Duty since like Black Ops. It's not as it's not as good as Black Ops was.
0: Yeah, Fortnite's like the best game ever. I, I literally, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's great. Who who are some of the guys that you want to call out? Maybe it's 2K. Maybe it's Fortnite that they think they're better. Than you, but you know that you're the best
2: on the team. I probably Michi. Michi think he's better than me in Fortnite, but you know, <laughs> Uh I probably say it's a it's a couple people that's actually good on Fortnite on the team. I know EJ plays a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, EJ play a lot. Yeah, I'll be playing with him sometimes. Him, Justin, um Gene plays sometimes. So a lot we'd be getting on the game and like we'd be squatting it up. So but Michi think he's better than me in Fortnite, so I'm gonna call yeah. out Michi.
1: I think Gene's very defensive in the game. Probably doesn't attack a lot, and more just like picks up people's, you know, like rebounds their loot when they drop it. He's kind of a.
2: Nah, uh, he's he'd be attacking. He he'd be trying to kill people. So uh, he's he's a little bit of both. I'd say he's more of aggressive. He's 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 aggressive, especially yeah.
0: You gotta ask. You gotta ask Justin about some of the games that me, him, and Dwayne used to play back in the mm-hmm. day. Those are those are my freshmen. So like, I, we were playing. All the time, we were playing Fortnite. Uh, we used to bring it on the road. We played uh, it during the NCAA tournament. Yeah. We we got it on the big screen in the locker room. I don't know if you guys still play in the locker room. Yeah, um,
2: um, you know the game is right there, but nah, I haven't seen nobody play in a minute. So
0: we used to play. We used to play Fortnite, but that was tough because you know that's only one person, and like mm-hmm. we would switch off like six guys. Only play one game at a time, whatever. Yeah, but we would play two on two, two K for hours. After practice,
2: like, I was just chilling. Yeah, just chilling. Um, in the, yeah, and I, I, I
0: swear I never won ever. I was so I, I, I those dudes played all the time. The last thing I wanted to do after playing six hours of basketball was go home and play more basketball. So I just yeah. that's why I just played like Fortnite and FIFA and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I was behind the eight ball.
1: <laughs> Malachi, who growing up in Columbus, who's your favorite Ohio State athlete of all time, football or basketball?
2: Ohio State athlete um dang you said of all time
1: of your life not like so not like greg odin because i know you weren't alive for greg
2: um (laughs) i like when i was younger i really never watched like college like sports at all um my but i i don't know
1: what about other guys you've met that have like come back and like yeah. the um, wrestlers
2: of the world. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, I talked to him a little bit when he came back. Um, you know, Jimmy Jackson, Michael Redd. I talked to Michael Red probably at least every week, not um, probably every two weeks. So I make sure I really keep in contact with him. Um, so I'll probably say them guys.
0: Yeah, that's, it brings up a good point. Uh, you know, you're number 22. That number's retired. Um, when I got to Ohio State, I wanted to be 11. That number's retired. I did not have the same... Uh, opportunity to look into that as you yeah. did, um, but what was the process like to to get 22? Um, yeah, to have that as your jersey.
2: Um, so I just you know I told Coach Oldman and I was like you know is there any chance I can get 22 because I know it was retired, um, and he was like yeah. So um, we talked to Jim Jackson, um, and Jim Jackson was cool with it. He said yeah you can you can have the number. Like you know some some people some people when they um, number retired they don't want nobody to rent which I understand, but it's kind of cool that he was just like, yeah, you can have it. Like, so it was, it was cool. Um, it really wasn't that like hard or long of a process to get the number, you know,
1: were you nervous?
2: Um, nervous about getting a number?
1: No, ner- like when you talked to him about it, were you nervous?
2: Uh, no, I wasn't nervous. You know, I just, I just asked him like, you know, um, I'm a big fan, you know, um, <laughs> I watched highlights and you know, I just wanted. to, <laughs> I want to represent the number. I want to represent the number very good. Um it's like yeah, for sure, so. Um did you
0: have to I've heard stories like guys have to, you know, write letters or Yeah, that's
2: what I yeah, and that's what I had to do. I had to write a letter. Um it wasn't that, that long, just a couple couple words, um just to <laughs> just to um, you know, say I want the number and just saying thank you if I can have the number. So, um yeah, I had to write a I had to write a letter.
0: Yeah, I didn't I was- get a letter from from justice, asking for member, but that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know I the same over and over again, and it's just never not funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a little rapid fire.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: go ahead, right, kick it, kick it off. All right, favorite candy,
2: Sour Patch Kids. No, not Sour Patch Kids. Ah, what? I'm a fruit snack type of guy like I can eat like gushers, fruit snacks all of them so I say that category
0: okay all right best, best dancer on the team
2: best dancer I'll probably say Gene Gene is a good dancer he's a good dancer
1: best freshman in the Big Ten
2: Malachi Bruno um,
0: you, you gotta you gotta pick one of these three for the rest of your life Snapchat okay. Instagram TikTok
2: Oh, That's tough. Uh, I'll probably say Instagram. I'm on Instagram a lot, so I'll probably say Instagram. All
1: right, I'm out of questions.
0: <laughs> I, that I, you stole mine. Best freshman in the Big Ten. we'll, we'll let you go after this. You uh-huh. know, we're, you're not dumb. We're not dumb. We know that there are a few guys that are up for freshman of the year. We know that you. You know, you want to win and you don't care. You you could, you know, you could play zero minutes and you win the national championship. Like that's all you want. Like you just yeah. want to win.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what
0: does it mean, you know, put your selfish hat on real quick. What does it mean to be considered one of the best guys, not only in the Big Ten, but in the country? And and you know, what's your selling point for why you should be the freshman of the year?
2: Um, well, it feels good, you know, just to see all the work that's been, you know, that I've been putting in as, you know, giving back to me. Um, <laughs> And what was the same question again? I'm sorry. What was your argument for why you should be for why you should be freshman of the year. Um. Well, I should be freshman of the year because I kind of started out slow, uh, you know, in the start of the season, and then I felt like I have just been consistent throughout the second second half of the season. Um. You know, if that's scoring points or getting rebounds or just doing whatever I need to do to make the team win. So I feel like just me being more consistent than I've been the first half of the season, the second half of the season is, I feel like is why well, I should be freshman of the year.
0: The best freshman on the best team should win the award, right? Yeah, I think
2: so. Pretty I easy. think so. Pretty yeah.
0: Easy. Andrew, you got anything else before we let him go? No, but I think we should end it how we always end it. All right. So Malachi, we we know you've watched a, every single one of our episodes, or at least listened to them um, mm-hmm. in case you haven't. And just to remind the listeners at home, the way we end every episode is we like to turn the tables on our okay. guests. Um, let you have the floor to ask us any questions that you've been dying to ask us. Um, okay. We're all ears for any questions that you have. Could be about basketball. Could be about life. Could be okay. about anything.
2: Also um, for you, Joey Lane, right? <laughs> so like what? So like when did you start like you know doing this podcast? Like when did y'all start? This is both questions for both of y'all. So
1: I, like three years ago, right, Andrew? Yeah, this is. So like 2 years and however many months this is our third, you know, third Ohio State basketball season of doing the show. And it was okay. immediately after Joey graduated like yeah, it was we, the summer
0: the summer yeah. after we I graduated. So yeah, it's 2022 now we started summer 2019. So yeah, wow, that's
1: and this is our peak right here. I mean yeah, we're peaking. We're Big peaking. 10 freshman of the year. Like this is the peak.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um so both of y'all play the basketball, right? Or, which one of us played a little bit more than the other, but okay, 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 yeah. I
1: got a pickup game tonight that I'm playing in, so
2: okay, yeah, go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you want to guess the stat line, Malachi? You say, so I guess it's okay, okay. Um, let me. I'm going 20 points. All right, I'm going six rebounds, three assists. Y'all foul out. Oh no, no. no.
1: Okay. So I can have as many fouls as I want.
2: But it's, I'm saying, it's
1: SEC refs, not Big Ten refs.
2: <laughs> I'm saying three steals and two blocks. That's what I'm going with. All right. So Andrew,
0: have you, oh. ever had, have you ever had two blocks in a game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had three. <laughs> Andrew, Malachi, Andrew plays a lot like uh, Jared Sullinger.
2: Okay. Okay. No.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So he. So I'll. Andrew, we we have a little bit of different basketball journeys. Obviously, yeah. I went to Ohio State, and I say went versus play. You know, it's I. I played at Ohio State. I went to Ohio State. Call whatever you want. Andrew, he decided um, to lead the student section in high school instead.
1: Okay. Yeah. So if you came, if you came to uh, Highland Park High School, you would have heard <laughs> it from me. We'd be like, you're not as good as LeBron, like stuff like that. <laughs>
2: You're All not that,
1: as good man. as you're not as good as Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Um, well, those are kind of the only questions I have.
1: All right. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Well, Malachi, we appreciate you, man. This was a blast. Um, good luck the rest of the year. You'll see me again, maybe Andrew. Um yeah. you'll you'll see me again. But but you'll we see, you'll see you. my tweets. You'll definitely <sighs> see his tweets. You'll definitely see his tweets. But yeah, man, it, it's been a blast.
2: Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir, for sure. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks, man. Yes, sir. Great interview with Malachi Branham. Great day to be a drive the lane listener on the field of 68, presented by Bet Rivers. It, Illinois games coming. Joey, score prediction. I know we were a little negative before, I but no, no score prediction. <laughs> wow. Never not had a score prediction. The Joey 77-76. Ohio State, yes, there we go. That's on brand right there.
0: Um, yeah, it's gonna be a wild game. Best of luck to the Buckeyes. I hate
1: Illinois so much. God, I hope we win so bad. Um, quick shout out. Can I give a quick shout out, please? Quick shout out. Our maturity. We did not discuss the Michigan Wisconsin game.
0: God, could you imagine? Could you picture anybody else doing? I just whatever. I never mind. Uh-uh. Oh, no nope. shout out our maturity shout out our maturity how did Greg Gard not get suspended a game just cause
1: you know he doesn't even he's, he, he doesn't even have to pay the fine Wisconsin Athletics are paying the fine I don't, oh, I don't. way I, to go Andrew who's, sorry <laughs> sorry i made one joke it was very subtle I don't know if you heard me slip it in no would you I said that after the game Holtman and Underwood will conduct a handshake
0: as first reported by drive the lane first reported by drive the lane. Oh, geez. All right. Well, um, that was fun. You see uh, how I'm giddy, sure. you see how giddy I am right now. Yeah. Andrew's friggin' happy. That was a great, I hope you guys liked that interview. Cause that was awesome. I, if Malachi Branham doesn't win freshman of the year, I really do think we have to riot.
1: If Malachi Branham does go to the NBA, who should be the leading candidate? To be my favorite player next year. Whoa, probably
0: a fr- probably one of the incoming freshmen, I guess. Maybe Kyle Young. He'll be back. Always <laughs> oh, Kyle Young. I yeah. was supposed to shout out to Kyle. Um, I met his baby for the first time last night. Did um, you? Yeah, slept twelve 12- slept twelve hours today. He said, which is pretty funny. The baby did not. Kyle. Well, maybe Kyle did too, but. Um, uh, and we were supposed to get dinner tonight, um, but his uh, his girlfriend made dinner instead. So, I' uh, gonna get Pop instead. Hurts. So shout out to Kyle. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Kyle. Shout out to our maturity. Bu- <laughs> buckle up, drive the lane. Go, Buckeyes. I said buckle
0: up last night. I tweeted it. I figured you'd read, you'd quote tweet it and say drive the lane, but that's okay. Sorry, <laughs>
1: sorry, not to. You did a lot. We'll read. We'll, we'll do it one more time. You did. You did a lot of tweeting last night. I was trying to keep up. You. You haven't done it in a while. I know. Well, I was like, okay. Well, I can tweet again. And then we
0: were winning, and I was like, awesome. And then we started losing, and I was like, stop tweeting. And I'm like, oh
1: my god, get out of my face. He did quote tweet you and say, stop tweeting. Yeah. Well, buckle up, drive the lane, keep it close against Illinois. No, we're gonna win. Go Buckeyes. <laughs> well, let's get rowdy. All right, one more, one more for Josh Staffner. Buckle up, drive the lane, go Buckeyes.